Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome to NBA Summer from Pure Hoops Media, where the season never ends. Now that the Raptors are the 2019 champs, the 2020 season is on the clock and every team is tied for first. At least until October, with the draft, free agency and the summer league, all 30 teams have hope again. At least until October. They're all making news and we'll keep you on top of everything until, well, past October. <laughs> Here are your hosts, Adam Stanko and Eric Newman. It is NBA summer. We are past the finals. We are past the draft. We are past the NBA awards. It's time to get into free agency. Eric Newman, Adam Stanko, an exciting time. Obviously, the Kevin Durant injury uh, affecting uh, a lot of thoughts here in free agency. But Adam, as we see it, uh, KD is still that first domino that needs to fall, isn't he? He absolutely is. And and you think about the options for Kevin Durant right now, and he's got a few of them. I mean, he's got a player option for $31.5 million, staring him in the face, which would mean he could sit out next year, get paid that money, and then, you know, choose his free agency destination after that point because he's not playing next year. He could sign a five-year deal with the Warriors if he does opt out, and he could also opt out and sign a four-year deal elsewhere. And, and, and those things are all contingent on the idea that, that he's not going to play next year. So who's going to give him that money? What does his market look like? And until that's decided, it almost feels like everyone else is probably in a holding pattern, right? It's very interesting thinking about now how this move affects others. I don't think it has any bearing on Kawhi Leonard's choice. But obviously, the news we're hearing about Brooklyn and them not wanting to take a chance on Kyrie unless he brings KD with him. Obviously, the Knicks sitting here waiting to see what KD does. If Durant does not choose New York, then they're going to have to go in a completely different direction. But what does that mean? Does that mean youth movement with uh, R.J. Barrett and Kevin Knox? Or does that mean bringing in other free agents? So uh, a a lot of unknown here. Leonard, as we know, it seems to be a two-team race. Clippers, Raptors. Mm-hmm. Do you see any chance at a third team entering his uh, his periphery right now? No, no. And in fact, I mean, look, every every round he went a little further. The only question was how much pull are the Raptors going to have to keep him from becoming a Clipper? A Clipper. I, I don't think anything that would have happened uh, during the playoffs, and certainly now with the playoffs being over. Uh, even with an NBA title, I, I, I'd be shocked if he didn't become a Clipper. But still now, that them winning a championship means that there's a little more draw to Toronto. But as far as another team, I don't, I don't see any possible way. And I, and I think it's, it's fascinating because you bring up the point about KD and, and what it looks like potentially with teammates and, and what's going on in their heads. The question I keep asking myself is, 
who's going to be scared away by the, the KD news? Is it going to be the teams now potentially taking him and sitting out a year? Or are other potential free agents going to say, wait a minute, I don't want to go and have a year next year, which is a wash, because I'm waiting on KD. Do you see that happening with the Kyries or potentially Kemba's of the world? Well, the most interesting thing about this, Adam, is we don't have a prior example to draw from right. in the same capacity. Right. So um, uncharted territory, uh, I, I think Kyrie would be all in on pairing with KD and and waiting the year from everything we've heard. But then again, Kyrie is in the Japanese forest putting up Instagram posts, so who knows what he's actually thinking. Um you know, the, the pairings conversation here, not, not to jump completely away from your question, but we have the domino effect and we have the pairing effect. So if KD and Kyrie are potentially a package deal for Brooklyn or the Knicks, one way to look at it, I don't think Brooklyn or New York jumps at Kyrie with a max deal without KD at this point. Al Horford becomes a pairing possibility for Kawhi Leonard with the Clippers, right. which is extremely interesting because he thinks he can get four years, 100 mil plus on the open market, which is why he is choosing to, as of today, leaving the Celtics. Um, but, you know, the Kyrie situation then lends itself to Kemba Walker, Jimmy Butler, there's there's a lot of guys out here who are going to have to make a choice. And then the other one, obviously, who's going to be waiting is D'Angelo Russell. Does D'Angelo Russell wait for Brooklyn to make up their mind? Or does he say, you know what, if I'm not priority number one in the first hour of free agency, I'm gone. I'm, 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 I'm taking that first max offer that comes in. Obviously, it'll be on Brooklyn. They'll have the opportunity to match. But... You know, we're reading now that D'Angelo Russell is open to a return to the Lakers because Magic Johnson and Nick Young, who ran him out of town, are gone. Yes. So it's it's wild, wild west, no pun intended. Well, and, I mean, think about it. You, you talk about the pairings, and so Jimmy Butler, you mentioned, and Tobias Harris, both free agents now. Happen. Would Jimmy Butler take less money? in order to go to the Lakers and play with LeBron and Anthony Davis? And if he does, then th does that make Tobias Harris more or less likely to stay in Philadelphia? I think if Jimmy Butler is not satisfied with the vision and plan that the Sixers have, I think he there's a very good chance he is staring at that ceiling, thinking long and hard about, I want to win a championship. I've made a lot of money. I can go play with LeBron James and Anthony Davis and be a Laker, and I think that's a very distinct possibility. And then, as you mentioned, Tobias Harris, who grew up on Long Island and has uh, not made it a secret how much he, he loves New, the New York area, he could be a fit in Brooklyn and he could be a fit in New York. It just depends, is he a fit as a pairing or is he a fit as a, you know, a a, a, a a 1B type of free agent to come in and play. I'm a big fan of him, but I don't think he's uh, your top player on a contender. Right, and he's a guy that is going to have to wait and see, and we're going to have to see what kind of year this is 
if teams are willing to say this free agency class is so loaded. I don't know that we've ever seen anything like it before. I really, I really don't. We've seen overspending. Oh, this is the this is this is the deepest I've seen in recent memory. Yeah, I mean, it, by far, it's got guys at the top. Clearly, it's got star power, but then the depth of quality players as you go down the list. And one guy we haven't even mentioned yet as a free agent and someone that you're very familiar with during your time on the uh, resurgence documentary, DeMarcus Cousins. What what do you think his future holds? I think DeMarcus, first and foremost, is going to wait and see what uh, Kevin Durant does. Mm -hmm. And then he is going to – he's going to test the market. The question is, which team is going to give him a multi-year deal? Um, I don't see him – um, doing a mid-level exception type deal like he did last year unless it's a return to the Warriors. Right. Or it's with a team where, okay, I can get back to the finals and help push this, this team over the top, in turn increasing my value again if I can stay healthy. Th- that's how I feel. As far as uh, a, a exact location and we're hearing, oh, the Knicks are going to look at him, this and that, I, I'd be shocked if DeMarcus Cousins ends up in a situation where he's part of a team like the New York Knicks, unless there were other pieces that came in there first. Would he take less money to play with Anthony Davis and LeBron James? It's a great question. I know him and LeBron have gotten along. I know when LeBron signed the Laker deal last summer, that was before DeMarcus made the Warriors decision. There was a period of time there where he thought uh, there'd be a meeting with L.A. and he could be joining LeBron. That never happened. You put DeMarcus Cousins in the middle, and he does the pounding. And uh, just like LeBron James is a terrific passer, and you're pairing him in that front court with Anthony Davis, and they're all kind of balancing out that workload, that's a very, very interesting possibility in formula. It's interesting, too, because he might be, you know, the best bang for your buck player out of the, the, the superstars because the value you're going to get for DeMarcus Cousins, and you saw it at the end of the finals, but the idea that now this guy also gets an offseason to work on his body and get healthy, it's going to be interesting to see what he's worth compared to what he gets in this in this market. A two-year, $24 million contract for DeMarcus Cousins to go to the Lakers? Interesting. I, and I throw out $24 million because that's right now what they'll have um, and excuse me, he would be $12 million, but uh, they would have $24 million in cap space. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kemba Walker, we didn't mention yet. We're hearing buzz that the Celtics and the Mavs are going to pursue. All things have pointed to a Charlotte return, uh, but we'll keep an eye on the Kemba situation. But I think his decision is not quite as affected with these dominoes like uh, many of the others are. But obviously where Kemba Walker goes is going to be something we look closely at. So, uh, Adam, a, uh, an exciting time as we build up to free agency. Uh, any, uh, any bold predictions before we wrap? I, no, I, 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 I'm probably as uh, baffled over this whole thing as, as anyone else is. But I would say that the most interesting one of all, uh, and it may be the most boring, but the most interesting one is who do the Milwaukee Bucks, who are going to be one of the favorites next season, who who do they retain? With Malcolm Brogdon out there, Chris Middleton, and Brooke Lopez, a lot of decisions to be made in Milwaukee. I'd assume they all stay, but are they going to pay for all that? And uh, 
What does the future hold for the Bucks if they don't? This has been NBA Summer, where the season never ends. Check us out wherever you get your podcasts. Please subscribe and listen to all of our Pure Hoops media shows and tell your friends, as well as random strangers, to do the same. (laughs) It's free and we don't collect your personal data. NBA Summer is a production of Pure Hoops Media.